0: Hey everyone and welcome to the show. I'm Mike and I'm Marty and this is two guys, a league and some guests. Let's get it started.
1: From the the series, Uh, I expect to see a different game tonight. And the, you know, from uh, from your point of view, Mike, in your playing days, yeah,
0: yeah. when it come, when it came to that playoffs, were you always were you of the mindset that you would prefer to kind of keep it rolling pretty quick? Or I mean I know when there's injuries that time frame helps. Yeah. yeah. But were you more of the mindset, let's just kinda keep
1: this rolling? You Absolutely. don't really want to have Absolutely. much time off, eh? Absolutely, because you know, like we go back to okay, if you play the NHL, you play an eighty two game schedule it's grinding okay it's grinding so you welcome the time off mm-hmm. to recuperate mm-hmm. but the body does amazing things when you're when your mind sets to it it'll recover real quick it'll make your body do things that okay. you know, like if your mind shuts down your body's not going anywhere yeah so getting right into when well, getting getting right into the another series right after you've won it good thing because you don't want that time off you lose that freaking edge of, yeah. you know, of oh, yeah, competing, yeah, yeah. you know? like, yeah. And I think maybe that's what happened with New York and, and Tampa in the first game. So I think you're gonna see an adjustment. You're gonna have to from Tampa because- I, uh, Yeah,
2: and that's the thing. They're so well coached. They're so, they understand the, the the landscape of being in this position. They've been here before. They yeah. understand what it takes to win. So. I have full confidence that they're coming back in as, as a different team in game two, yeah, yeah. and if not game two by game three, they've figured it out because they're yeah. just too good. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And being the home team, line matching is in your favor. So again, uh, it's going to work in New York's favor again tonight. You oh, that's get true. Line it's matching. Tonight. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You get the line, you get the line match, and uh, the other team doesn't. And I think Tampa at home are going to be really hard to beat because I think Cooper believes in line matching a little bit more than oh than okay, Gallant, I think, oh yeah, yeah. I think, you know, so uh, he's gonna put somebody on, you know, on the uh, Jad and and uh, yeah, he's he's kind of been difficult to to slow down lately,
2: especially yeah, too, like yeah, in those yeah. last four games, like he's really picked up the pace. Yeah. It's not that he was necessarily struggling before, but he kind of came out a little bit slower in the yeah, gate. Yeah. Now he's picked it up. If you don't sort of contain him, the same thing with Fox. Yeah, Fox is. They,
1: there's there's something there's a physicality to the game that's missing, and you'll probably see it more in Tampa. You get Fox, Zabana, Jad, and uh, Panarin or Kreider. Uh, 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 Breadman, Panarin. Oh, they're smallish. So yeah, yeah. they need they need to be they need to be hit on a consistent basis. And uh, and I, now, I well, that's Fox, just Chuba's job, say, right? <laughs> he's so smart. I mean, like, oh, why God, isn't he yeah. getting like he's He's getting hit, but not. it's like trying to hit a rope, it looks like, you know? Like <laughs> trying well, to hit a just, rope. <laughs> that's
0: good. just to get
1: a piece of him, you know? Like that's a, just, uh, and the one thing with the Rangers
0: right now, too, is that power play is clicking big isn't time. Isn't it? Isn't it? That's like, the, I mean... And, and that's huge in the playoffs. Well, like. I mean, you and I have talked about it week in and week out there, and if you have a good power play and a good penalty kill yeah, going I'm not saying that game, you're yeah. going to win yeah. that series but boy oh boy you ever
2: give yourself a chance
0: though. yeah
1: you're, you're, you know you give yourself one one and a half goal a game Yeah, that's the thing yeah, yeah. if you know, you've if got you that play. on your
2: favor yeah. or on your side and the same thing goes for a penalty kill too yeah. if yeah. you're able to steal those away from another exactly. team yeah. Yeah. then yeah. you do that much better but <clears throat> it's yeah, com- for sure. completely different for Edmonton Colorado though <laughs> there's no problems at- although 4 nothing last night yeah, obviously.
1: what happened there I saw a bit of the game. I mean, like Edmonton's got issues, but yeah. you know, between the pipes there. I mean, the guy, yes, yeah, Your guy can't—he can't hold the. Well, I mean, look at, Fran- look at look at though. Yeah, oh, guy, for sure. guy,
0: guy comes in,
2: You know what I mean? What was it? It was his birthday or something, wasn't it too? It was. <laughs> some, I, I read there was something. It was like it's also his birthday, and as a result of it, not as a result of it, but more because of the fact that he got the shutout, they started chanting his name, of course, and and, and you know, being great fans that they yeah. are. And they asked him specifically, how did that feel? He's like, you know, some things you can't put into words. This was just next level. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I'm pretty sure it was also his birthday. So quite the birthday present for him.
0: It's not only like that. It's, it, it's the fact that, like, the psyche, of the team, right? Like, here, here you Colorado know. The Colorado team? Yeah. Like, I mean, you're uh, sitting there, right? You're starting goaltenders out, and you're like, okay, okay. Yeah. You know, and and don't get me wrong. Like, these kid's good. friends Hughes is yeah, a good player. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, I'm sure they believe him or we wouldn't even be on the team, right? But I'm sitting there re- uh Checking a uh, Twitter post or whatever the okay. other day, and sure as shit, the guy's sitting there and he's like, Watch this guy post a shout out, eh? Yeah. And, 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 and I'm sitting there. I watched a little bit of the game. I didn't watch the end of the game, though. And of course, I checked my phone and everything, and I'm like, God damn.
3: Like, no, yeah. no, but it's just so
0: funny how the playoffs will, will, your stars will come out of nowhere. Like, and, and like I'm not saying big that moments. Getting, I'm not. I, I think that's probably better. Maybe not so much a star, but big moments come out from these these yeah. players, right? Yeah. And of course, this guy comes out of nowhere, backup goalie all year. <laughs> Kemper's the man. Comes yeah. in game two, and look, like I mean, it's not against some punk team here. No, not like, at I'm this sorry. Point. You're talking McDavid. You're talking dry Drysitals. You're talking. Like I mean, we've got oh. Kane. Like I mean, and these, they're these, clicking. These are, not just that, they're clicking right now. And he stones them. Did
1: him. he play in the season? Oh, I want to say a, I
0: want to say a handful. Go, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say right. 20 max, 20, 20 25. 20. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, that much. So that's yeah. something. Or, yeah. So he does. Could have been that. a little yeah. more than that, just yeah.
0: because Kempers yeah. a little bit of an injury.
2: Because he goal well, yeah, here, he was injured in the beginning of the season too, so yeah. it might okay. be closer to the 25. So yeah, but in the playoffs, I, has he has he sniffed anything in the playoffs? I don't think so. I, I think, think so Kemper's either. been
0: the boy to, to the take it Well, Maybe maybe they pulled him one game or whatever something.
2: Oh, maybe something like that. Okay. yeah. Yeah, but still, like it—it it, it was nice to see for him. Like you know, being the Edmonton fan that I am, it was like for nothing. Like I—I I didn't necessarily expect them to take any in Colorado, but to be shut out, that was disappointing because the yeah. first game showed yeah. so much promise. I don't mind that they lost eight six. They got six past them. That's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, it's, it's huge. That yeah. says yeah. a lot about yeah. this team. The, the no quit, and frankly, one of them was an empty netter. So yeah. really, yeah. it's seven six. Like yeah. you were right there, just as good as they were. You went toe to toe with one of the best offensive teams in the league. Yeah. There's no shame in that, and it's and it's a playoffs. Like you're gonna lose some games. Yeah. I expect this to go seven games. So that means you're gonna lose three. Yeah. So that's yeah. fine. Lose the first one. To get shut out in the second one, though?
1: Yeah, that tells the... That was a a
2: problem. That is a problem. And I'm not sure... If they lose one in Edmonton, I've got no faith. But if they can win the two in Edmonton... The series is all like oh, it's yeah, down to yeah, three, and yeah, it, yeah, it's but no matter what, the hockey is going to be really interesting. It is, it, it, it it's been very been nice. The, hockey. Two, the two series are like, really yeah, compelling. You know, you there's there something like, about it. this year I find the playoffs have been that much more interesting as
1: well, as yeah, well. like all so the way too. through, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, we talked yeah. about it earlier, too, right? In the Eastern Conference, yeah. you got eight <laughs> teams that made the playoffs yeah. with 100 points, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. like how, you're yeah. you're starting to split hairs a little bit here, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, you know, we were, last week we were talking about Florida and how they kind of, you know, hit no, a huge speed bad. bump. Oh here, my but, God! Did they? But, ever... but I mean, but it, they weren't exactly dominating against Washington. So, yeah. no. and, and that's not to throw them under the bus. It's no, just no. like, dude, you got seven other teams that are hundred point yeah, teams yeah, yeah, yeah. Before me, I you. forget, Mike, question for you: Going back to the Colorado series. Mm. Watching a couple of plays last night and uh McCarr made that beautiful poke <laughs> check on McDavid. You know, yeah. So as
1: a defenseman, Mike, what do you think of this kid? McCarr? McCar. Oh, he's like definitely a top top three defenseman in the league just because of his, his stick work and his positioning and he's smart, man. The he's edge smart, work is ridiculous. Yeah, and he uh, everything he does offensively is like heads up and he's done with a purpose and
2: almost
0: a rover, awesome, eh Mike? Eh? Almost a <laughs> rover. <laughs>
1: That's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah, like his ability like, to jump in the play and that's the new style in the last like 10 years of trying to develop, you know, getting uh, getting defensemen to stop looking at their breakout pass and start joining the rush you yeah. know, and uh, being there or even beginning a rush being first guy on the roster. so being know, a like coach you've play.
2: noticed this shift in, in play where you've got uh, to start in absolutely. introducing the defenseman in a different way
1: absolutely and like one wow. of the things that's difficult is because our team only practice once a week so you can you can do that till you know maybe 15 minutes and then you you got to do something else yeah. you know so yeah uh, players need to understand as a defenseman that I'm giving you the okay to go, but it doesn't mean 100% of the time, you know? Yeah, so, uh, find the you distinction. You're getting kids at our level that are trying to do it, and you've got like three forwards stopped at the blue line waiting for something to happen. Yeah. You know, there's no passes coming, and he just skates, the skates himself in the corner, and uh, he's the last man back, you know, uh, and the puck's turned over. So there, you know, yeah. that's another issue. But, I mean, yeah. at at the level we're watching, watching those guys, like, get involved in the in the offense is – Awesome. It's beautiful. Is it, like, it's I, beautiful. A
2: couple of weeks ago, yeah. I had suggested that Cal McCarr, what he can do is... The first time I felt that someone was somewhat close to a Bobby Orr. Yeah, is that or,
1: fair? Well, I mean... Uh, you, Am you I going had, a little too far there? Yeah, I think you are. But, I mean, <laughs> like, you might be, not even coffee, you know, because... Coffee, I'm skipping over sc- coffee. Yeah, That's a coffee good point. Yeah, like had so much speed and, like, and he was explosive. Yeah. Bobby Orr was, was more... Uh, like cerebral in, in his moving in and out of the you know the checking through the zones oh, Okay. he was quick but he also had like a huge base on his legs you know okay. like so he he could protect he could go sideways like like oh, Javier Perot could like go sideways Okay. like just by shifting he'd go sh- sideways like almost six feet you know like without even moving Jesus. you know like, and that's what Bobby Orr did I mean like see coming you and he'd just go like this and he has gone sideways without yeah. even crossing over you know and man uh, then he'd take off. and But coffee was like straight speed and whatnot. Okay. And the car's a little bit like or that way where, you know, and Fox the same. It's just his ability Good point. to move That's true. east-west without, you know, like without freezing the forecheck. You can freeze the forecheck, you know, like, and I go, oh, well, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and the new new thing, you hear Gary Galley say it all the time, and I agree with him, and was stick on puck, you know, stick on puck because now you can't. It's the only place you can put your stick now is on the puck, you yeah. know, like or yeah, below the true. hands, you know, like yeah. aside from that, you're in the, you're getting a penalty. You know? Yeah, so the game's a little bit different now. Certainly is. And yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I think it's fair to say that we're already like almost halfway into it now at this point. <laughs> but it's fair to say that now, for our listeners who are are trying to catch up to this, so we do a show where we are called Two Guys League, and some guests. And this is by far our best guest that we've ever had. My uncle, I'm going to go ahead and humble brag on that one. It's not a humble thing at all. I'm very <coughs> proud of my uncle. Uh, Mike Rouet is here joining us today, and we are we couldn't be happier. We've been looking forward to this. We've tried this, uh, I think, once or twice now. Finally got to nail down the perfect time to do it, and here we are. And uh, I don't know. It's gonna It might be a little bit frustrating. I might say, Mike, uh, take it over, and we won't know who we're talking to. <laughs> uh, that might happen a couple of times, so just hang in there. Yeah. But um, I right off the top, I did just want to get our guests sort of uh, uh, up to speed on who you are, because there's a lot to go over here. And I'm hoping this is going to spawn some stories because that's the whole point of this um so you might <laughs> you turn red a little bit my age, yeah. no well we'll
1: see it's, it's lots in a long time not there. lots in a short time <laughs> there you go oh that's nice put that
2: on a shirt um so you served as cornwall captain for both the 69 70 and 77 one season you played 11 games this is the one i want to ask you right now you played 11 games for cornwall in the in the, uh, in the memorial cup at age 16 how did that happen how well, do you get to play in the memorial cup at 16 i never did well, that's what we found on the internet. Are you telling me the internet lied to me? No. <laughs> Played 11 games no for way. Cornwall in 1968 Memorial Cup tournament at age 16. That did not...
1: Memo- well, I'm not even sure they, if they called it a Memorial Cup oh, back then. okay. Maybe they did. Okay. Maybe they did. Okay. Uh, that's when we went to... Uh, we finished the Central League. Okay. And then we went to play against North Bay, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Oh, wow. But, okay.
1: And then we were able to win that series. Nice. And then we went to play against the Quebec League, which was Verdun. So, was it called the Memorial Cup back then? If Jeez. if it says so, then that's so what it so be it. That and, is what it says. I was sixteen.
2: So yeah, and you were sixty. Like how how does a sixteen year old kid get get to that level so quickly? Like were you you so you were obviously out of the gates. You were pretty freaking good already. I mean I, I'm asking you to to be. To, to turn down the humble, because if people don't know Manok Mike. Manok Mike is very humble. He does not like to brag about himself. This is making him comfortable. He's screaming in the chair yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, at 16, at that age, and, and where you were, that's pretty impressive.
1: Well, thanks for that. But as we go along, I'm, you know, I'm just going to say this once. Okay. 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 And uh, it's going to go for all the questions that you asked, yeah. and I'm going to say it once, okay? That's a good question. <laughs> That's it. I'm not okay. saying that anymore. Okay. okay? Perfect. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing that. Okay. okay.
2: I, I'm with you. I am tired of hearing that, too. Okay. It's the classic interview response, but you're good. You're, now we're covered.
1: No, uh, like, it's. I was a local boy, okay, local, out of Cornwall. And uh, uh, the Royals were, like, prided themselves in in developing young local hockey yeah. players. And yeah. We had quite a few local hockey players. Yeah. There. So, uh, I was fortunate enough to be you know, able to, to crack the lineup as a 16-year-old with the help of a lot of veterans on that team that oh, really, helped eh? me along. And uh, so be it. I, I developed my whole year playing uh, like- on the back end with...
2: Were they on you, like, early on? Like, listen, if you keep this up, you might get an opportunity to play in the Memorial Cup. Like, how did that transpire? Like, how did they approach you about it? Was it like, listen, the Memorial Cup starts tomorrow. You're in. Let's go. No, like, no, I was,
1: I had played some games with them. Okay. okay. I had played some games. So at the end of the season, I was part of the team. Oh, I was part of the team. Okay. So okay. So no doubt. And, Holy jeez. Uh, no so way. I played all those games and I, like, a lot of them are from going to, to Smith Falls and that old barn. Okay. to To North Bay in that old barn with uh, wow in Verdun in that big um, the old arena in Verdun was like an amphitheater. It was like so old with wood. It was oh so nice, man! You know? So those are vivid memories. Cool. But a lot of awesome, a lot of stuff in between helped me to to progress as a sixteen year old and sure. and live championship moments there because like it it was, it was some good some good teammates that helped me along and uh, do you remember
2: like or do you oh yeah
1: my I think if I go in my career the my best teammate was Bill McNally he was a defense partner okay okay uh, he left hand shot and I was a right hand shot oof beauty uh, so and Billy was a stay at home defenseman and uh, I was just gung ho I could skate I could skate <laughs> and Billy says don't worry Mike he says I'll give you the puck you know like so oh, I'll shit. stay back so he would he would do the dirty work and give me the puck, and I'd move the puck up. And you and take make the glory. Case and take the glory. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Billy would go, howdy boy, Mike, howdy boy. You live not far from uh, Matel Nicole.
3: Oh, I wow. am? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool.
1: So, anyhow, that's how I grew up as a 16 year old. But I had somebody to defend me. His name is Billy Snellgrove, One of the toughest guys ever came out of junior hockey, okay? Really? Okay. And uh, he you could hear his skates crack the ice as he's skating you know oh, so that kind of man. power you know yeah 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 it's uh, like not great hands you know to score but yeah hands of cement uh-huh. and the only guy i could i remember throughout my short career with him that every time he got in the fight was always smiling
3: <laughs> oh yeah. uh, wow exactly because that kind of suffering <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. so billy helped me a lot
1: with confidence and, and he says okay don't worry so got your back we got you sixteen year old. as a 16, awesome. year, old, as a 16 year old exactly yeah, yeah So yeah, you yeah. grew up playing
2: that style did you get to did you end up at a point where you're like okay now I gotta pull back from that style because I'm not playing with that kind of player anymore or was that always something that coaches looked at like listen this is what Mike needs and this is how our team succeeds if we give him this
1: no no after that it was like it was a combination of my skating ability my offensive ability being paired with a defensive kind okay. of guy. so okay. that was that was like two offensive guys never worked. just one guy would step back and Cut. and I had a you know, a series of good defensive partners that that did so one of them being Billy Smith's brother Gordy Smith you know guys like, nice. uh, he was a stay at home hit guy and uh, he would hit first and then but it was, it's all a you know a pairing a defenseman that's how it is you know they can yeah. just uh, uh, and it, I was I was always a stick on puck guy, back then. That's fine because I was small, a smallish. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I could skate, so I could I could reach over and get to the puck. You know, and do stuff with my stick, and that I'm not allowed to do now. You know, like so, to like, defend myself.
2: When you know? you're saying not allowed to do now, what do you what do you mean specifically?
1: Well, small things, eh? Like uh, <laughs> in in a face off. Okay, okay. Uh, as my career wore on. Uh, you know, I'm i in line on the face off in the defensive zone face off. Uh, the guy I look at, he's like maybe 6'2, 100, 190 pounds, and I'm, you know, 5'10, or 5'11, let's say, you know, like 165 pounds, 75 pounds. I got to try and find a move. Him well, my stick goes in the back of his blade, his, his skates, and I tap him, and he falls, okay? <laughs> and I get away with it. You know, so uh, I said, okay, I can use that, you know, and. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, the guy's coming over on you know, on the side, getting ready to shoot. Well, the heel of my my stick touches the bottom of his his glove.
3: Oh, As he shoots, that's so all you just need. Enough to, just no, enough. Just Can't do that. No, you
1: can no, okay. Players can't do that Who, anymore. Yeah. Little things like that, and the cross checking and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, the clutching little butt gun. end yeah. of a stick over yeah. here once yeah. in a while, yeah. you know, in the yeah. corner, getting yeah. a
0: little
2: n- mucking it up, and you would you assume even like, specifically the butt ending? I see that as being something that's still around because it's such an easy thing to hide, especially in the corners. Yeah, yeah. Like I would yeah. imagine that's probably still around, but when you specifically <laughs> talk about just touching a little bit. Of, that's something that definitely can't be around anymore because that's something you no, that, can see that's from far. That's a two right right that's away. Two minutes, two minutes, that's two
1: minutes. In all
2: honesty, is it good that it, that's out or is it bad that that's out? Stuff no, like I th-
1: that. I think that's really good that that's out. Yeah. You're, you're bringing, yeah, you're bringing yeah, skill to the forefront. More skill. skill. A lot of skill. Because anyone can poke check. Uh, yeah, and anybody can play their trade. You don't know, like if you're a skilled player. Doesn't matter your size, you can go about doing your business, and there's other ways, yeah, and show your skills. And there are other ways to defend against it. As a defenseman, now you got to learn to, to yeah. pivot. You got to learn to close your gap. You got to learn to oh, get geez. to the corners first. So or, when you're and, coaching and these out, defensive you know, yeah. kids,
2: you got to teach them all these different ways to do things than the way you were. taught. Yeah,
1: yeah. You, you know, as much as <laughs> you can. You know, and uh, so no, the the game has evolved. That's for sure. Yeah, and. Uh, for the good For the good David, Yeah oh, It's good to hear that you're saying yeah, It's for the yeah.
2: good Um, Speaking of which You shared uh, One of two defensive spots The other one was with uh, Richard Campo uh, On the QMJHL All-Star Second team Cornwall 6-9-7 Do you remember that? Yeah What goes on in an All-Star game For a QMJHL All-Star game? Like what, what were you And why were you there? What were you there to do?
1: Uh, not get hit
2: not get, get hit, not get hit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember thinking it. it was in Quebec City I think okay
1: I think it was in Quebec City the old what a shrine that is you know really it was, yeah. You know? Uh, yeah so there was there was no hitting and whatnot, and uh, it was what a great experience just to be around with all the the talent the talent that was there that a lot of all, talent the talent was only there like to realize it like Thirty years, or right now, you realize. I look at the right. list. of the list. I said, oh, "Some good hockey." <laughs> yeah. you know? And I was just maybe fortunate enough to be one of the better players on Cornwall that. You know they have to pick somebody from Cornwall, and they had Billy Smith and I. I think. Uh, uh, I think that's
2: yeah. what it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, but I mean, still, like it, just to be the, the fact that you got to, you were the one of, the, let's say, the twenty-five that they had to pick. You were still one of them, and yeah. it meant yeah, yeah. you actually in that particular season you did have a really good season. Yeah. That year. Yeah. yeah. You were pretty strong that year. I think yeah. you had twenty goals that year.
1: Yeah. The, the thing I always remember about that, that that game, was meeting a Player by the name of Joshua Lidzik. Okay, uh, he played for Three Rivers.
2: Okay, uh,
1: I can say right up to now, and in, in was probably the toughest, meanest, more, most irascible hockey player that I ever played against. Okay, oh, wow, oh, he was mean. <laughs> <laughs> and he, you know, back then he had like no teeth, you know, uh, like in front there, of course, he and shouldn't he just have teeth. He came at you consistently. Eat. Yeah. Oh, really? Everybody chirp. Everybody. Oh, really? Crazy. Oh, so he crazy. was physical and just, verbal. If you have time, Mike, just check out his stats. It's like crazy points and penalty minutes and PIMs. Oh, really? I met him at the All Star Game. Okay. Oh, the nicest guy you could ever meet. Ah well. Wow. <laughs> well. Wow. Oh, <yeah>, <laughs> Eddie still had that grin. <laughs> said, oh, <laughs> mate, on, take a, take sorry, what's out. his name again?
2: Shaw Zick. He's Shaw Lidzik. Almond will right now. But he but when you met him in person, nice guy. Oh, nice guy. Just awesome. like and you sat down and had a beer with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Three rivers Hey, pretty good score, too. 122 points, 151. Geez, he was no slow up there. He 132. He ended up playing for Cleveland Crusaders. Oh, yeah, he played for the career. Bruins. Yeah. Uh yeah. played for the Nordiques. Ended in eighty eighty one. But okay. um his NHL totals sixty-six and one thirty. I mean, I think, he, by Va riviere yeah. wow, yeah. man. He was, yeah. And penalty minutes to boot. Yeah, yeah. 253 in 55 games one year. That's, oh, yeah. yeah. No, he's. But that's <laughs> the other thing, too. You don't see anything remotely close to that anymore. You don't no. see players with over 200 penalty minutes anymore. That's just not no, going to happen. No, put
1: the points that he did. You
3: know? Well,
2: exactly on top of that. Like, yeah, yeah, he wasn't yeah, just yeah. getting penalty minutes. He was getting, scoring goals, 61 yeah. in 55, but yeah. getting assists, 90. In, like, that's yeah,
1: good. Yeah. good player. He was. He was. Yeah. And,
0: and he a good was.
2: guy, apparently. You got a couple of questions?
0: <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, there's a, f- a few things when I was reading up on you, Mike. Um, okay. One, I've got to ask this is, ju- this is more for me than anything else, I think. Mike Rooster Rue. <laughs> Where did the nickname come from?
1: Okay, that's, that's <laughs> an easy enough story. Uh, my first year out of junior, uh, I, I was in Syracuse. Okay. okay. Uh, and uh, my defense partner was Dave Schultz's brother. Okay. Ray Schultz? Yeah. Yeah. His brother, Ray Schultz. Okay. Oh. Ray Schultz looked like Tom Jones. <laughs> Are you serious? 100. I, I believe he passed away now. God, God. Okay. You know, like God bless him. And he was my partner, and he had this this T bird. Okay. Got okay. open with the doors like from the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't know yeah. What that's called there, but doors from the middle. Okay. okay? And he had this T bird, red T bird, and he was the god's gift to women but uh-huh. he was my partner okay okay so that's that's ray okay so we're we're uh we're playing and all of a sudden i either get a penalty or an assist or something and first time in Sy- in syracuse the announcer says goal by number uh number four mike roost ray's next to me <laughs> and he says roost what's that about I said, So he turned around and says, I guess it's Rooster. (laughs) Nice. whatever. As simple as that. it's as simple as that. So then it was Rooster, you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He was (laughs) was such a funny guy. (laughs) Once, like, the Eastern League was like, it was a crazy, crazy league back then. It was like. Everything that it's made up to be in Slapshot, you know? Okay. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's oh, wow, that, that's awesome. There. There's not too much fiction there in Slapshot. <laughs> really? Slap Holy jeez. So we're in New Haven, and uh, there's holes in the boards all over the place, because it's an old rink, and it's the mesh, eh? It's mesh. Okay. You know, for no more glass mesh. Wow. So if you had the misfortune of going in the corner, well, you'd come out with maybe a couple of pints of beer. But and, and uh. <laughs> <laughs> so that, was, that was New Haven. Anthe- the anthem starts, okay? I'm standing in uh, the blue line, and, and Schultz is right next to me. So the crowd is going nuts during the anthem. Usually, you know, they, you hear them sing or quiet, you know, but they're going nuts. Look around, and there's a guy has gone over the rafters, okay? And he's got a dead chicken on a, on a rope, a stick, right over Ray's head. And he's bouncing it up and down his head, okay? Ray doesn't know. So I look and I go like this. I make him look up, and he li- sees the chicken, and he starts swinging the chicken with a stick. With the yeah. With well, the guy's lifting the freaking oh, chicken, he's missing it. Missing what it. the hell? And he's like, he's losing it. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's going, "Oh my <laughs> god, what That's was this?" Schultzy, man.
2: Was this a shot at you, though? Rooster? No, Is no, that no, what that no, was? No, 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 was See, and that's chicken. what I thought a, a second too. No, I thought he had just the just wrong a guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, and he no, just no, a, no. Just not a chicken.
1: was just a chicken that they're... Because <laughs> that, that's just like, what they do.
2: That's That's hilarious. That's Man.
0: Well, I mean, and the other thing that Yeah, that, that's where it where, came from, Mike. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> listen, story listen great story, you. man. <laughs> no, the other thing that caught my eye too is being a Cornwall boy myself and, and following mm. the Royals and going to games as a kid with my dad and the whole nine yards. I didn't realize that one, Mike, and I don't know if you're aware of this, you are the only junior uh, sorry, you're only you're the only Cornwall Royal to play in three different leagues with the same franchise. Thank you. Yeah the fact that the Cornwall Royals franchise went from the CJHL, which I believe you mentioned was the Central Junior Hockey yeah, yes, League. Yeah. And then they moved up to the Montreal Metro Junior A yes, League. Yeah. And from there, hooked on to where I would have known where they started, which was the Q, Q yeah. QMJHL. And then, of course, they move over to Ontario, the fact that they're in the province. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I that was one thing that I just, on, on two cool. fronts. One, I didn't realize that you were, li- you are literally the only player to play in three Different levels of hockey with the same team, and I, I wasn't aware of how no, mean that, that went the, how the Cornwall Royals yeah, were kind of born guess, and
1: yeah. yeah, exactly. And uh, you know you're you're living it, so you don't really yeah, it's not a conscious yeah, thing, yeah, you know? like, yeah. And, uh, At the time, there was Norm Burrell, uh, Jim Lorraine, and I believe Ed Lumley was was involved in there too. Oh like wow, and, and Gus Lebrun. Like I think those are the f- five main cornerstone of the after winning. Uh, in the Memorial Cup the year prior to that, yeah, okay, they wanted like they were ready to move on, so they they wanted to play in the OHL. Oh, wow!
2: Okay. So the,
1: the OHL said no, okay, for whatever reason, okay, not okay. right now. Mm-hmm. So they went to look in the queue. So the Q said, "Well, uh, you need to play at this the, with the Metropolitan League first and see what happens." And which we did, the Metropolitan, League, and yeah. after that, I think two. Two leagues merged, I think, to make make up the queue okay. that, that started in '69 or maybe in '70. The Holy queue geez. started or something like that. So Mine, that's how making... we played in the in the Metro, metropolitan league, which was teams from Rosemont, Laval, uh, and Palace National, and like okay. God forsaken. Oh, it's all around Montreal. All yeah, the Montreal. Air... There. Yeah. How many teams in total, roughly? Oh, I'd say maybe. Eight at the most, not not more than oh, that. Oh, okay, like, wow. To start off, and okay, we, you know, we didn't do very well. But geez, that's a that's a
2: part of history of the Royals. I had no yeah. idea about. That's yeah. really that's yeah. cool that you found that, Mike.
1: And I, I you know what? I think that was just a bit of a a godsend for for the owners to get involved as the only Ontario team to play in the. Codac okay, that drew. was a big deal. It didn't matter where we went; we drew. We yeah. Hated and, uh, you God, know, you guys really hated. I I hated, but they wow. loved it. Loved it.
0: Was it a pretty big jump in skill, Mike? Or no? Uh, no, it was pretty. It, it, it was kind of uh, similar. It was kind
1: of normal, you know. Like uh, that, that's. I, I didn't say, okay, these guys are really, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they were, you know. It was, it was a bit of a. But you have to understand, like the, the corner, like the Royals, like uh, with with the caliber of hockey players that they had. In the la- like prior to going to the Met League, like it was a high caliber of team there. So there was always. That you know that team that was always excelling, so there was always some good good hockey players to play and compete. Okay. You know, okay. It wasn't like ragtag. You know, like it was always people wanting to come and play and, and, and do well. And well, I would imagine Cornwall, that that Cornwall had like
0: lots crazy of good hockey. players. Lots of good hockey players. Good hockey
1: players. Oh my God! Like, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, going to the the, the Metro uh, uh, League, I mean, at, at that time. I mean, I gotta, I gotta imagine just about everybody and their dog was playing hockey. Any, any young man or young kid hockey was playing was hockey it. in that no day. No one was playing basketball. So that had to have been some
2: pretty decent, pretty decent hockey. A good, a good league. I
0: it, mean, it, you,
1: it was like well, you know.
2: and you guys sold out every single night. Any, every, any home game, like going to a Cornwall Royals game, it, it was even a big deal for us oh, dude, yeah. when we were younger. Oh, yeah. um, and well for as long as they were there, but yeah, that was like the ticket to get was to go see a home game for the cornwall royals like you guys were a big yeah, draw
1: it was, it was crazy like it just when you walk in the the rink of that little ramp there the old I'm talking about the cy miller cy miller yeah, the water, oh, yeah all cy the miller. ramp there like and yeah. then the buzz because we'd, we'd go in you could, you could feel the buzz as soon as you walk up the ramp there oh, you man. turn right to go to your our dressing yeah. room and you can smell the popcorn the hot dogs and the yeah. good guys like because people would get there early to get it to get a decent seat you know so that even warm-up was yeah and I don't know if you remember the dressing room, but... A little bit. There was about, like, seven or eight steps going up. Yeah. And, bang, like, not too many people touched all the steps going on the No way. Yeah. <laughs> I missed a few steps jumping on the ice all the time, so it's all good, you know. That, uh, and, those and memories are, like...
2: Yeah, and you talk about the smells, too. Yeah, That's yeah. the thing. Like, I, I never played at the Mill Arena, but I definitely remember the smells. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a lot of it, I think, would eventually would get sewn into the bleachers and then they yeah, paint it over it for the 100th time and it was still there like yeah, yeah. that's that's weird because the texture of those of those seats is what i remember the most about being at the Sy miller arena and, and watching a hockey game was just but it added to the the whole i don't know there's something about hockey from that generation that just felt more what's the word i'm looking for violent <laughs> no uh it felt more real more tangible something that you could really feel like you were part of the game because you were in the stands watching this game at, at a place like Simon Arena that kind of spot really I don't know that was one of the great things about hockey back then was that you get to go to a place like a Simon Arena yeah, in my yeah. Opinion, anyways. It,
1: yeah it's so true because you Thursday nights was the only show in town and basically we're the only junior team in the area you know like pretty much yeah so Thursday night was reserved if you wanted to go play watch the game you'd go there yeah mm-hmm. Then you walk into that building, you go, oh, man, this is starting to get exciting. Yeah. And then the fun. place is packed. Yeah. And then you've got local talent, okay? Yeah. Yeah, like cheering for you, and the, some oh, of the locals are cheering against you because they didn't like the way you played. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or like, you, know, you get like boyfriends of, oh, man. of the girlfriend that broke up with him because oh you're going out God. with a hockey player that really Jesus. hated you, you know? Like, so oh uh, you, know, you get all kinds, you know, like, Man. and then God forbid, like it was a lull sometimes. Yeah. Would, so Mike, you would, would you, you somebody crack something? <laughs> yeah. Whoever, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, and it was...
0: <laughs> so what you're telling me, Mike, is the fun didn't end No, <laughs> yeah. at, at the game. It, it continued yeah, it like after the game. Okay. You know? Yeah. What and happened after the he...
2: games? Where would you guys go? Oh, come uh, on. You oh, got Now, now, come you're, now on. you're getting Messina into some was private was
1: conversations here. Oh, you, Messina? Messina, was, Messina was the... Oh, really? For us, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not so much Thursday nights, because Thursday night, it was a school night after. Okay. Uh, day, yeah. so. Fair enough. So, uh, but Friday night, if we didn't play, you know, like, uh, and we played maybe a Sunday afternoon sure. somewhere, it was Messina. Wow,
3: no <laughs> well, way. Oh, yeah.
1: Why makes, Messina? Well, the age, the drinking age was 18. Oh, yes, of
2: course. The States, there, there you so go. Okay.
1: Nice. And we try and stay away from Charlie's and those places, like in Messina. Okay. Uh, we'd go to a place called Nadus. Nado's, Nado's okay. more downtown. Okay. Pool table in the underneath, you know. Nice. In the basement. And uh, we felt pretty safe there. Nobody would come too much. And uh, one night we're all there and uh, we look up and there's Big Red LaSalle, one of the owners he's standing there it's around whatever 1.30 oh no (laughs) and it's a Friday night and we have a practice every Saturday from I think it was from 10.30 to 12 oh man oh man we're done (laughs) (laughs) we're done we're (laughs) done so we go home and uh, we come to practice and it's pretty quiet everybody's getting dressed making sure they're on time you know yeah uh, of course Jim and and Norm they're there they know what's going on and they're just skating and skating and then the door to the, the, like, the door to the, our dressing room, like the rink, swings open, okay? And there's Big Red, he's got red hair, eh? Right? Red, let's say, he's got red hair, and he's, he's looking at us. Yeah. <laughs> um, he says, Come over here. So oh, shit. <laughs> he brings it over, and square to God. He leans over. Okay. And he takes a box of golden, Wilson Golden, and he throws it on the ice. He says, Have fun, guys. Get out of town! Yeah. Yeah. Are that you was, serious? You know, like, stuff like that wow. you can't you can't yeah. live yeah till you live it and then the guys look at each other yeah oh man we're good here we're good we're gonna work hard and oh, practice man. was probably the hardest practice we ever had we worked hard and well, he's all—I mean, too sure. I mean, yeah, to certain, awesome. I mean like correct that
0: me that if I'm awesome. wrong, Mike, but he's kind of saying to you, "Look, like I'm in the fight with you here, boys." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you did. I like, caught you. Like, yeah.
3: you know. Like, but, yeah, but we're don't all do good. Again, don't do it again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah don't yeah.
2: abuse what I'm what I'm offering to you here. Yeah. Let's have each other's backs. Yeah, yeah. that's great.
1: And uh, it, and then after practice on Saturdays, well, it was the same thing. It was like it was. I don't know if you ever went in our dressing room, but it was like it was, it was nice. It was like big. Two sections like an L shape, and uh, there was a little trap door just before you go on the ice, and uh, you open it, and the pipes were there for the. You get to the pipes like for the. Okay. Yeah. For, for the this. Yep. Yeah. The pipes. Well, that's where we kept our beer. It was nice and cold. Oh that man, I mean, that oh, makes sense. Of course. <laughs> yes. So we put it all there, and then we practice, practice, and of course. No Marty, care.
0: I believe this is a segment all on its own. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. yeah. We
1: take the trainer's table and play cards and oh get out oh man that's awesome three in the afternoon and have her a little couple of pints and then leave that is it was our home that was yeah Yeah, exactly
2: it was our home home. and And i and i think that goes hand in hand with i think a winning recipe when you make the players not even want to leave the rink when you've got that going with your group as a whole yeah man you're in good right there because now you're playing for each other not not with each other you're
1: playing for
2: each other i think there's a big difference between that
1: absolutely there's a there's something that happens in the dressing room that uh yeah there's a bond people on the outside have will never be able to come in you know like sometimes strangers walk in and they go Oh, yeah. I don't think I'm welcome. <laughs> no. But you haven't said a word yet, you know? Yeah. It, you can feel but it. But you know yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. There's that energy
2: it's that tight, doesn't belong tight, to you. It belongs yeah. to those players
0: yeah. and the coach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you hear all those things, right? Like, you know, what stays in the room. Yeah. You know, what goes on in the room, stays in the room and all that stuff. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. Like, I mean, that's that's kind of like, those. That, that, that's the player's office, right? Like, I mean, to assume. Yeah. It is, it is. So... I mean, there's, there's got to be some sort of bonding that, and just automatically in an organic fashion. And whether that's the whole team or not, there's got to be some bonding that's going on in there, you know, in one way shape or form.
2: I think one, one of is, the worst things is. you can see is clicks within a group. I think that's one of the worst things you can see if you've Absolutely. got like if there are groups of three and then four and then maybe two. I think if you see that as a coach, you're like, ah, this isn't good. We're not going to be able to go the distance. We might play well for uh, for spurts here and there. Yeah, yeah. But longevity, cohesiveness is the most important thing. Yeah. And yeah. I think that that move by Redwood, that's that's what a great, what an incredibly smart move to make in that yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rather yeah. than ream you guys out for having fun, which, which brought you guys closer. Yeah, yeah. made you guys tighter. And it had that moment of like, shit, we're, we're all in trouble now. We're all going to get it. And you all not got away with it, but you all got pardoned for it yeah. by the guy that you were all scared. Now you survive that together. It brings you closer.
3: That was a smart hey, move.
1: As a parent, you, like, when your child is, is wrong, and deadly wrong, sometimes you don't have to tell them. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, hundred <laughs> percent.
0: So, Sometimes they know just to it so just much. Know
1: it and then yeah. move on. You know. Well, I
0: mean, the message was sent, like you're saying. You had one yeah, of the absolutely. hardest practices that yeah, you had, yeah, but yeah. I mean, when you kind of know, okay, well, yeah. he's, he's, he's he's with us. He's yeah. got our back. So yeah. let's now let's get the, his back.
2: Is there a flip side to this story, though? Is about? there a well about Red maybe not liking what you guys did one day, and you got held for it? No, no,
1: because Red was. Um, uh, was hands off, okay? Hands off. Okay. Oh until wow! Until he he found us there, like he knew we were there, and he had to act on it. And it wasn't the first time we were there, so he knew we were there, and it was time to put an end—not an end to it, but to no. just say, be careful. You know? Yeah, yeah.
2: Be smart so, about it. Yeah,
1: and uh, no, red was never oh, okay. Never the on the other side where he really, really See, kind of came, came down on he came you. Down and it goes to show you that you—that's so. the coach's job, and uh, uh, red, you know, was. It was an owner and whatnot so he, he Mike, who was out. the
0: coach back then
1: jim Lorraine. Jim, okay and uh, for a while and then ralph hurley uh he came from brockville and i'm not sure what year he came in okay i'm not sure uh ralph uh, lived in brockville and he ran uh i think the the speedway there oh he wow okay. business i think and uh Ralph always wore the little oh, fedoras, you know, like oh, yeah. fedoras. classic and classic, yeah. yeah. And uh, he had a hard time. I think he had asthma on top of that, so he wasn't a very good skater. Uh, he's he's passed away, in my, you know that God bless his soul. He was a great gentleman, uh, and uh, he had problem like he, you know you get to practice as a coach, you get in, you get involved in the in the practice, and you try and say something. And he had to catch his breath all the time and whatnot. And, uh-huh. he, was, but he, and he was very volatile on the bench.
2: Oh. At <laughs> uh, the drop of a
1: hat. hat, yeah. He'd throw his hat, at, like, if he didn't like something, he'd throw his hat, but Riffle would pick it up. Pick it up. <laughs> so we took, took his hat, put a couple of holes in it, and put <laughs> a, <laughs> put in. So here, Ralph, that's for you. And you're all like. <laughs> but that, but Ralph is, that was is. one of the coaches one year, and he, actually, okay. one year, but most of the time it was Jim, Jim okay. Lorraine. And uh, Norm Burrell helped out a bit. So yeah, Jim was a good hockey guy. Yeah, yeah.
2: He, did he play himself or?
1: Ah, he, he's a little older than us, but I think he did play some. Okay. Some hockey. Yeah. Okay. yeah I don't know what level there, but he okay. did, yeah, did play back then. He uh, he worked at the Coca Cola plant on. Oh
2: geez. Like okay. Sydney. Yeah, I
1: think you're right. Yeah, no, no, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Below uh, Second Street. Yeah. Like? yeah. Him and Ed uh, Ed Lumley.
2: See these are big yeah. names. People don't realize these are big names. Big names
3: in, in the history of the oh yeah of the hockey the, of yeah.
2: the Cornwall, Cornwall lore yeah. oh for sure yeah. yeah. Um, all right, well, just trying to get through some more accolades here, my man. You've got oh. a lot of them. Named to QMJHL All Star Second Team, Cornwall 771 Named City of Cornwall's Outstanding Hockey Personality for nineteen seventy one by Cornwall Lions Club. Do you remember that?
1: Seventy
2: one. Yeah, for for nineteen seventy one by Cornwall Lions Club. <laughs> I don't know if it was in 1971 that you were that you were. Um, but it was for that year. Anyway. But it was for that year, yeah. yeah I, I would imagine it would have been that year, or possibly in '72.
1: That one I, escapes me. Um, I'm just I'm trying to wonder like, how, yeah.
2: hockey personality, like what what's deemed a hockey personality other than a hockey player? Uh, yeah, was, <laughs> that wasn't much of a character. That's for sure. I, uh, until
1: later, we're uh, so.
2: But uh, moving on, you got selected by New England Whalers in '72, WHA General Player Draft, the first mm-hmm. draft of the, in the league history. Yeah. So, what is it like to like? Do you know you're about to get drafted? Uh,
1: like, who t- by this? the team? By the team that's going to draft. Not necessarily. Okay. okay.
2: But that you're up for the draft and yeah. that you're most likely going to be picked. Yeah. So it like a scout approaches you or your, or Papa, that, GM or, 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 or GM. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. That's yeah. how that works. And then they tell Not you. Not
1: now. Now they have like. No, no. Like, but back then. Yeah. Yeah, Back then. Yeah. No,
2: by now, a 14 year old has like what, yeah, three yeah, yeah. agents? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, but no, back then they would have approached your father and said, hey, listen. No,
1: they wouldn't have talked to my dad too much. No, they, they came right to the player. Right came to the player. Right right player. to the player. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, it's one of the beautiful things about. Hockey back then, I think, uh, uh, there was a distance between parents and, and the player. Okay. Oh, yeah. Not as much involvement now as like, oh. you see now, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the junior, even the junior level and the, the, triple A level, you know, like, yeah. you always seem to have to deal with the parents, but back then it was like, drop your son off at the rink and, uh, let him do his stuff for a couple hours, and then uh, find his. Let him find his way back. Okay. You know, like home and whatnot, and do your homework <laughs> if you haven't done it. Carrying before, your if, gear with you. Yeah, on the bus. Yeah. No on way. On the bus and stuff, and uh, wow. doing all that. But uh, yeah, so that's, that's my recollection of. What were we, that was, was the
2: um, selected by New England Whalers in yeah, 1972.
1: so what, what happened, you get a phone call and say, okay, I'm such and such, and I'm a scout for and I'd like to talk to you. We're thinking about drafting you and whatnot. And this, it happened the two years, like the same year. Okay, it was the same year. Yeah, I believe it was the same year. Uh, Ray Miron, who's, who's coaching in Tulsa, who was Tulsa was the, the farm team of Toronto. Okay. But, from Cornwall, he was from Cornwall. Was oh from no Cornwall. way! Okay, okay. So he says, "Mike, I want to talk to you." Da, 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 da. Looks like Toronto wants to draft you. So he says, "Can we meet?" I said, "Yeah, we can meet." So uh, pretty well sealed the deal that uh, that I was going to go to camp at the Jade, <laughs> at the Jade Garden. <laughs> Are you <laughs> <laughs> well, he kidding says, I'll me? Take it for lunch. Where do you want to go? I'm, well, I'm a Chinese freak, anyhow. Yeah, that? it's yeah. a restaurant in Cornwall, yeah, folks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so go, says go to Jade and So we. Said okay, fine. This is a, it's you know, looks like it's a go, you know. Jeez. And then about I'd say short time after, uh, the guy from uh, New England came over and uh, we're on the porch at home on Alice on yeah, Alice yeah. Street. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if there was a couch there, but usually you had to have a couch there like, on the porch, you know, like you and had chairs to, yeah. and stuff. For you know, sure, like, yeah. Sitting there, and this guy comes up, says, "Like I said, "Yeah." I said, "I'm such and such," and I can't remember his name. We started talking and. Part of my family was there. I don't know exactly who was there, and uh, I made a mistake of shaking on the deal. You know, he said like, oh, "Okay." So then, I said, "What have I done?" You know, I didn't sh- not for salary, but just for going for going for there, going there. You yeah, know? you were
2: confirming that you were and going I said, there.
1: What have I done? You know, like, sh- <laughs> so I said it's a no-brainer. So I, I went to Toronto's camp, and yeah. and then like, I must have phone the other guy said I wasn't going you know so wow. no sweat off him I don't think you know but he wasted a trip you know <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so yeah.
2: but so, you didn't you felt that you had you may have done something wrong in that moment or well, were,
1: I was. I kind of committed to the, t- the two committed you know, to like, two, the two yeah said, well what am I doing you know like I didn't know any better you know, no like of that. course
2: not oh, and I wow. guess that's why yeah, you know yeah, yeah, they yeah. have agents so, for kids yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: and I you know at that point I, uh, uh, I found an agent
2: Oh okay, yeah, he yeah. did
1: Larry Cezanne. Larry Cezanne.
3: From,
1: from Point Claire, okay and, uh, I think one of the guys uh, I think Bob Chalabois or Jean Fayette had him as a lawyer, as oh okay an agent, as an agent, okay, well, I think he had to he happened to be a lawyer also I think okay, so anyhow, he negotiated the my first contract with Toronto, and uh, yeah, so that's that's how it started with, that's uh, with Larry, <laughs> Larry geez, Cezanne no negotiating it... a. If so I'm Mike,
0: correct. so I have to ask, I mean, you're, you know, you're playing hockey junior and you're, you know, you, I'm sure at some point you're like, okay, and you know, I think I'm a pretty good enough player here. I'm probably going to get drafted. Like, take me through that. How does it feel to be drafted? And well, I mean, you know, you're putting, you put so much time into it and. Yeah.
1: The, the thing with that is like, I failed to realize at a young age, like at a young age, I'm 20 years old. Right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Playing hockey in Cornwall from 16 to 20 years old, and my minor hockey there also. Yeah, was kind of a natural growing up. You know, like I yeah. just went through the whole system, and that was fine. I just failed to realize how much work you had to put in after that. You know. Okay. So, after I found out I was drafted by Toronto, they told me I had to put on weight. You know, so I said, okay, fine. Like, what's that mean? You know, like. Yeah. So oh. it was Riverside <laughs> the second day or whatever, you know, so I put on weight the wrong way, you know, like I must have maybe put 10 pounds on of fat, you know, yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. Right now, uh, now the kids don't do that. They just work out, they put muscle on, yeah. you know, yeah. and they work on stuff. So I wasn't like, I wasn't motivated enough to to realize what was ahead of me. Okay. What what was going to happen. Like, but
0: know? I mean, at this, by the same token, though, and I mean, I mean, you can speak to this directly, Mike, I mean, you know, we're such fans of the game, and yourself as well, Mike. I mean, like, like you just said a minute ago, like, fourteen-year-old uh, kids got three agents these days, right? I mean, yeah, heck, yeah. here I here I am reading about Carter Hart a few years ago, and the guy has a sports psychologist at yeah, ten years yeah, yeah. old. Yeah. I mean, yes, maybe the motivation wasn't there, but there there wasn't exactly this small team that was around you to. Do you know what I mean? Like, it it, it was it really was you. It yeah, was you.
1: It was basically me. Yeah yeah and it was not just and me, for, and, and me 20 as years an so much individual there's everybody else that was drafted like in, in my surroundings that I knew of same thing they, they got drafted okay we're gonna go out to the next step and uh, I'd never heard of Pierre Zugi and Bob Currier and all those guys like taking the summer off and working out on, on their weaknesses or whatever they had to do you know that's kind of we'd see, like, see them every day every yeah. second day every weekend somewhere at the bar you know and so that's, that was, hey, that was in the, in the 70s was, in the 70s, you know, so. Uh,
3: but it was a. It, not like,
1: a lot of weights going around, you know.
3: No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no probably <laughs> not. It's just it, com- it, like
0: you know. it, completely different that way. I mean, oh, yeah, d- yeah, th- yeah, there's yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you know, th- these kids get into these organizations, strength and conditioning coach gets a hold of the end. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean,
1: back in your day, it's just. summer off to play golf, ball, football, no, lacrosse, yeah. you know, they do that, you know
2: back then you had the back summer then. off you'd have to go to work too yeah, like i'm yeah, sure you were yeah, also yeah. working while you were was, trying to was, yeah, stay yeah. in shape and, yeah. and put on weight and yeah, all that kind yeah, of stuff so yeah, yeah so, different beast back then
1: it's, it's a very different yeah and, uh, i think that's back then you you earned you keep on your talent you know? okay. yeah there was a work ethic involved yes yeah. but it's what you could do that would put you through okay the next level, the interesting. Next level yeah you know? like uh because Skill I over will. So much yeah, strength. exactly. Yeah. Where it's
0: now a little bit the other way around. Will around can be... Yeah, yeah. Hi. The...
1: Uh, watching behavior at Toronto's camp, specifically with the veterans, Yeah, gave the rookies a really bad impression of... Oh, except for a few, few single... A few guys that like I can mention. Dave, Dave Keon was a workaholic and whatnot. But... All the other guys, like, so they, they just went through camp, like, okay, I've got a, got a contract. Not working any harder than, than me, you know. Uh, maybe if I, I worked them, maybe I would have earned a job, you know, like, yeah, beat them mm-hmm. out, I doubt it. <laughs> like, I, I doubt it. So we would go up, well, there was an RCMP guy, a trainer, okay. with gum behind his, you know, like, uh, crew cut, you know. <laughs> oh, my God and all kinds of stations to work out. And the gardens, I believe in the grays, if you go around it eight times, it's a mile. Oh, okay. okay. And uh, if you remember the old gardens, if during, during the game, they would, they would shut curtains in the hallway. When you go up, they'd shut okay. curtains. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then between periods, they'd open up, so people would go through, so they'd shut the curtains. And when we'd go, the curtains were always open. Okay. okay It was in the morning So Jim McKinney He's still living I always remember that And everybody had a sweatsuit Okay Like Be proud to be a leaf And then the music's going You know Get ready Get ready yeah. So you start off You run a mile. Okay Okay So First guy Dave Keon Okay Second guy When you left Who was the last guy To show up Was Jim McKinney And he reeked of smoke Okay. And he had, he had construction yeah. boots on, okay? And, out, okay?
2: and he's running.
1: He'd take off first with Dave Keon around the building. And the furthest point, he would hide underneath the curtain, behind the curtain, and you'd see his boots stick out. And he'd count the laps. <laughs> wait, then he'd peek, and then when Dave Keon would come in on the last lap, yeah. he'd jump in and run. I said, really? This is what it's about? you know? Yeah. But. Got away with it? Sure. I yeah. mean, like he had a contract. I mean, he yeah. was a good hockey player, without you know. At the end, I, I, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, if you had yeah. skill, yeah.
2: that's yeah. like I think that's what we were just saying. Like, skill really drove things forward back then. Anyways, certainly more certainly like did. it's not to suggest that people nowadays don't have skill. It's just if you don't have the skill, you can almost get away with not having as much as you might need, as long as you got the work ethic. Yeah. And yeah. if you got the work ethic, you've got a place that eventually maybe your skill catches up and it yeah. makes and it helps yeah. you make it to the show. But yeah. back then, it was all skill or not.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, uh, unless unless you could fight.
2: Oh yes, yeah, yeah. that unless was the other fight way fight for in. sure. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's one thing that I don't know that could
1: you say that nowadays? As long as you can. No, no. I mean, like, if you if you could fight, you have to be able to play the play the game. Like, you
2: gotta be able to do both. Yeah,
1: yeah. You can't just fight. And after a while, you look around. There's like, there's no point in it anymore. And I think they've done a good job to uh, clean it to clean I it don't know, up, like to clean it up. Yeah. Clean it. I don't think there's intim- intimidation anymore. is not a factor anymore. It doesn't matter where you play. You know, you can play a...
2: And isn't that where... So that a lot of the argument in terms of, like, you know, they need fighting in hockey. It needs to be a part of hockey and, and needs to be more prevalent. And people are upset about the fact that it isn't as, as much as it is. Um, isn't that an issue, though? Like, they can't police themselves because... You know they've got different rules that were brought in, like the skater rule, for example, where now you got to be careful with that. So it takes that away. The intimidation thing yeah. is that a you is that still good in your mind? You're saying it's good that there's not as much fighting. Is it good that we have lost that edge though?
1: Yeah, that's a good point because they they've made a lot of a lot of concessions with the goaltending to, to protect them. True. Okay? Yeah. To protect them. Yeah. So that's telling. That's telling the you know you know, your, your tough guy that you might not have to go and fight that guy that runs the goalie because he's going to get a two or five, you know? Yeah. So why would you get the second minor if you're jumping in there or whatever, you know? Yeah. So right now the concessions are made. The guy's not, the goalie's not being hit really hard, really, you know, not like before. No. So he gets a two. So that's a power play. Yeah. It's a game especially. So. I'm sure if the guy jumps in on a consistent basis to, to avenge the goalie to protect him, well, it's like two minors so nothing, no harm done. So yeah. They, and so the emphasis point.
2: is more onto the rules than it is on the players. Exactly. Now. Yeah. I think
1: yeah. so. I think so. And it's, Again, that's a, it's a good thing, you know. Uh, In the end thing. it it is yeah.
2: because we don't actually want people to get hurt. We don't actually want people with concussions like it's happened with, yeah. with other goons that have gone through the system yeah. who have actually ended up committing suicide. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. want that. No. And, like no. It, no. the yeah. idea that, you know, you fight hard for keeping that something. Well, really because it's destroying lives. Is that really important? Yeah. Your entertainment's yeah. more important than these people's lives and the families that are left
1: behind? Yeah.
2: No, it's not. But Well,
1: yeah, don't tell me that uh, Reeves and, and Maroon really feel like fighting anymore. Mm-hmm. No. And they look at each other and they're, they're smiling at each other. And they're yeah. like, oh, come on. They're just So that part is pretty yeah. well gone. And you know? Maroon's got what, four caps? He's is got
0: that,
1: three anyway. He's that's working the
3: one.
2: Yeah, he's yeah. working he's on his. On his four. Oh, gosh. Imagine.
1: That's the guy, <laughs> the too. Right. Oh, God. Right spot at the right time. I and guess. he's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's the king of that. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's doing
2: his job. And I think he threw it in somebody's face not that long ago, eh? He was like, I got three rings or something. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, it knows. came out then again, which is just funny because, anyways, king of yeah. being the right place at the right time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, actually, and I, it, I see here in the stats here, it's claimed by Phoenix, WHL Toronto affiliate from uh, Toronto, in reverse draft in June 73. Uh, you missed part of the 74-75 season with a strained ligament in your knee. An injury suffered while playing for Oklahoma. Do you remember that?
1: It was, uh, I think it was, uh, it was in Tulsa. Where I missed half the season. And more you missed half, half the season. More than. Wow, it's vivid in my memory. I mean, we're, uh, it's got to be painful. Right we it was in Tulsa. It was in Tulsa to have. Oh, okay. That was my second year, and uh, we're on a power play. Okay, the puck is dumped. The guy clears the puck. Okay. okay? I'm in the going in the corner, and at uh, that time our rink had glass. The okay, glass was coming in, so. yeah. Okay. Uh, Danny Gruen played for Fort Worth and he p- must have played for Detroit after that because uh, Fort Worth was uh, Detroit's uh, farm team uh, I, He was he was forechecking the shit out of me and he was I'm going I'm going in the corner to get the, the puck I can see him like in the glass. I can see he's coming and he was Smallish but tough and fast, you know, I said okay. I'm gonna get here here. No problem <laughs> So I said yeah, I'll surprise him. So what I did when I, I got about maybe two or three feet from the boards, I tried to to stop, okay? To brace myself and-
0: Reverse know, check him.
1: Yeah, re- yeah, reverse check him if you want to call it that, which is it's exactly what happened. So, but the timing, as soon, you know, there's a moment where when you, you shift your weight, yeah, you're no longer on your feet anymore. Well, he lifted me in the glass and that's all oh. I remember. And then- Into the glass. Yeah, and I woke up in the hospital. Oh, yeah, 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 and uh, maybe I'm concussed and I don't know it. <laughs> like you know, you gotta be but kidding me. My, my shoulder, the shoulder was just wrecked, so they uh, they sent me to Toronto and they operated on me and uh, Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I, I lost the whole year and then came back and uh, and then after that it was. We had moved to Oklahoma City. That, that okay after that. So okay, yeah, yeah. So that's how it happened. Like I remember the name Danny Gruen. He just he picked me off, right? Danny off. Gruen yeah. ruined your life.
2: yeah, I'll have to look him up because I didn't yeah. even know about him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, played the seventy six seventy seven Saginaw team that won the I IHL regular season <laughs> title. That must have been a lot of fun. What? Anytime you're on a championship team is always special, being a it was, coach, it player, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. that must, as a player, you had a good year quite that a year. Team,
1: quite a team, yeah. yeah. Was there
2: something about that? Like, did you know going into that season like this is a special group, or did that happen throughout that season?
1: Uh, no, I, we, the league was still a very physical and tough league. Yeah. And at that point, uh, I knew it was going to be my last year of pro hockey. Uh yeah.
3: you knew it that that yeah, was yeah, going to be yeah. my follow-up question. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, knew yeah, that year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: it was my last contract, my last year on the contract. And uh but the, the players that were there like were so good like like goaltending, defense, forwards, tough man a tough Dennis derosier and all those guys that were really tough or uh what's his name, Billy Orr, like Billy Orr, I think uh
2: I'll look it up. Anyhow,
1: they <laughs> really, really, a really, strong team uh, offensively. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Dave Wessner, a good offensive player. Uh, we still keep in touch a little bit. And, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Kevin Kemp, who's a Toronto uh, uh, from Ottawa. He, he was drafted in, by Toronto, too. Uh, anyhow, a, a, good, a good slate of players. that had a lot of experience at that level they knew the league Kevin and they, they really knew the league you know so uh paul evans like uh, like i think he led uh, paul
2: evans he led your team 112 points Marcel now, 50 Como, goals.
1: who's uh, como's dad there who plays in dallas okay now. yeah 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 uh all those guys we had a strong strong team uh and uh oh my god you had a
2: lot of goalies in that year
3: yeah
2: <laughs> uh one two three four five six seven goalies that year
1: uh, the Frenchman was, uh, the French guy was uh, the main guy.
2: Michel Leguiz? Uh, he was
1: one of the other
2: guys. Mario Lessard? Oui, Mario okay.
1: Lessard. Yeah, yeah, I think he ended up in LA, I think. Huh? Mario Lessard? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, he did end up in LA. Good job, yeah, yeah. He played several seasons. Actually, yeah, yeah. did pretty good for himself. And that's the thing back then too. Like you look at a, at a GAA back then, it's not the same as it is now. And you you no, have yeah. to know that that was good. Yeah. You have to know that 347 <laughs> three forty seven was point four seven was yeah. tops in the league oh, at that my, point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my, what three forty seven? Sign yeah. him, ten year yeah, contract yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. 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 But this, like, that's the thing, like the. Uh, so you say you knew going into this because it was the last year in your contract. Were you already told you're not getting re-signed, or is this something no, that you no, knew to at yourself? That time,
1: at that time, we had Genevieve, Okay. Oh, okay.
2: Your first, so your first, first born. And
1: Okay. Uh, we lived in a trailer park. That's all it was in Saginaw. That like the, the players all had their little trailers. and yeah. It was a, a compound, in a trailer park, which was fine. Aside from the, some local guys that lived in their homes and that, but guys that coming from outside they, they they all rented a little trailer mm-hmm. a trailer and nice trailers but i mean there's a trailer park and yeah. we, and we had Genevieve was born in August the 76 so bring her over with uh, you know and uh, i said oh. something else happened prior to that to make me decide that Cat. that uh, it was going to be my last year but knowing my last year i said hey we're here we're having fun we have a good hockey team and i think Christmas time, I had like, I don't know, like 15, 16 goals or something like that as a defenseman, yeah. and then uh, coach decided to put me forward, well, man, I was lost, <laughs> I was lost, uh, so...
2: Uh, Weird time to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I we never got along because it was different style that he implemented, you know, and uh, okay. so we never got along, and uh, then when he put me forward, and, like, oh, was, <laughs> that's it, like, yeah. get me out of here, and... Uh, yeah. I spent maybe two, three weeks, I think in, uh, in Dallas cause they had some injuries, Dallas and Dallas and Toronto or Toronto and Chicago at a certain point, which was probably the first year that it happened, Combined their team, their farm team in okay. Dallas okay. just to save money, just to, you know, uh, like, okay. For whatever reason, wow. you know? so, That's uh, weird. they, they were running, Dallas were running into some injuries and, and, in Toronto like uh, sent me there so I missed about two three weeks in Saginaw and uh, when I came back uh, things have changed like I looked around and we still had a good team and we were still playing with I then he played me forward and I, uh, I was lost and uh, we managed managed to win the championship but he, then I knowing there was going to be my last year yeah I, f- I didn't feel part of the team too as much, missing three weeks and stuff yeah, like that. Okay. We kept on winning, you know, the, the yeah. doubt, you know, but certainly wasn't the same. And uh, finishing a small pro career with a championship was, was really nice, you know. Yeah. Really good. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. But you say you, you came back and you, uh, at some point you felt like you weren't part of the team. Or was that because of what the coach was doing to you or what
1: oh, the dressing room felt like? No, the dressing room was fine. It just was. You know, the, the coach was...
2: Okay, so this was a coach versus player thing. Yeah, okay. and
1: that's one of the... I mean, Fred Fred coached in L.A. for two, three years when I'm on Oh, okay. Don Perry. Really? Don Perry, and uh, he was... Invo- oh, yeah. Don was, Don was involved with the incident of the hockey player who refused to go out and fight somebody. I'm trying to think of the player's name. Oh gosh, that sounds familiar. Anyhow, Don was was the coach that sent him out to go fight somebody, and he refused. So that became lore. <laughs> that
2: became a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Um. will oh, I have to find that out for, be Rick, for the Fred he's show. a great
1: guy.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He, he
1: played in the Eastern League right? okay. and the International League, so he had all that experience. And he, he was, was like, kind of well versed. Like, strapping, he... strapping fellow, you know, like. Sport jacket, wooden sticks, you know, the shaft of a wooden stick. He yeah. had hand like twice my size, Marty, Marty. God. He had cut a piece of wood, like a sh- the shaft, fit his hand in his pocket, and he th- just in case there was brawls, you know, and stuff. like that. No. Wow. That's that's <laughs> Man. mentality. Right? But that's, had, like, that's, that's,
0: that's, that's interesting to us it. because we didn't, like, I mean, we I wasn't following hockey anywhere near at that point, right? So it's just like it's a whole different world. And that, like it's just, but that, and that it, it, it brings a Slapshot shot thing into it. That's a little exactly bit, what so I was going to speak. say.
2: Like as much as as ridiculous as it might sound to just try and connect a Hollywood movie to what a pro sport was, it sounds like slap shot hit the nail on the head. When it you think did. when it you think did. when you think about hockey back then, Slapshot did it did it justice. Yeah, that's right. what hockey life was Bucky like.
1: Hockey purists will say no,
3: you
2: know. Yeah,
1: but the one who you you went through it, you play lived ball. it. Who played in Syracuse? Okay, was an actor in Slapshot. Oh, jeez. Guido Tenisi, who played with me in Tulsa, yeah, was an actor in uh, Get okay, out. in Slapshot. And Guido Tenisi is a guy that has no lines, I don't think, in, <laughs> in Slapshot. But he's the blonde guy with the steak, and he's got all the girls. Oh, jeez. That's no. Guido Tenisi. Oh, okay? I'm gonna have to look From at Toronto, this now. Oh okay. my God. Blake Ball, one shot a big visual at a face-off. Okay where you see his big goatee and the big ugly face. I don't think he's got his teeth in. And he's, if you read Lip, you say, I'm taking your effing face off or something. like. He played in it. You know
2: Holy that. man. And so, Mario,
1: Mario Vien from Cornwall yeah, yeah. was the other goalie who played a few bit shots too. Holy shit. So, I mean, but slap shot is there. You have, to, you have to be part of the hockey culture to lend value to the movie. Absolutely, you know? yeah. So, those guys were you know, i just like, always
2: i when i when i watch the movie i always take things with a little grain of salt because it's a movie at the end of the day yeah. but it sounds like they really did the research and got the right people for this to really plug in the the, the authenticity into the movie yeah
1: yeah yeah uh it was filmed in johnstown if i'm not uh, yes it was, it was yeah film in we played in Johnstown we played in Johnstown. Oh, okay, yeah oh, and the old seats, you know, the, the, the three section seats that fold and flap down there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the heavy ones, yeah. like, the heavy ones? Well, a big brawl in Johnstown, and I, I'm on the ice. So everybody's brawling, and uh, now they're starting to throw everything on the ice. I don't know what happened, but they're throwing everything on the ice, okay? So somebody grabbed like, like how many, and they threw a section of those seats on the ice, okay? so referees everybody says gather around gather center ice you know safest place safest place yeah so little me i got a better idea i'm going to hide below the boards in the corner everybody's looking there like i'm i'm sitting there and i'm not not moving okay i'm (laughs) sitting in the boards you know like underneath i'm looking at everything this is funny until somebody spots me now they're coming over the, the freaking Chicken wire. Yeah. He's pouring me with freaking beer. Okay? Oh, so I man. skate I skate right towards it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big mistake. My bad. My bad. My bad. bad. <laughs> I, tried. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I
3: tried. Yeah, So the
2: fans were just as oh, insane. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah.
1: did you did you from remember- New Haven, you know, with they're doing the chicken? Yeah, but stuff like that. It was These like are crazy
2: fans, man. Yeah, yeah. Like you can get, nowadays, you can't get get away with that kind of stuff. But back then, like, was there ever? Because I I know in basketball it happened where there was a huge fight in the stands. But did you ever? I mean, was that would be that would that be the worst interaction with fans that you ever had?
1: Uh, I think. You know, I mean, that's pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, probably. Well, except for one of them, but we never interacted with them. But it was in Syracuse again, my first year. And again, it's in New Haven. Okay. Jeez, that place. New Haven. Like I'm a rookie. I'm a 20 year old rookie. Yeah. And the guys on our team and we won our, our division. Where we lost to Charlotte. Okay. Okay. And I'll, before, before I forgot to tell you, have you ever looked at Charlotte Syracuse Blazers uh, brawl 1970 Oh, 92? I think. Oh. That's down to Queen. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's like very basic. It's black and white and it's about a fifteen or twenty minute brawl. And Charlotte
2: see, Checkers versus Syracuse Blazers nineteen seventy
1: two? Yeah, brawl,
2: yeah. <laughs> I think that's it.
1: Put the music on. It's too sorry, okay, it's Dombrowski is like very adult. Well, that's
2: good. Is that that's it? That's this the is game. the one? Yeah. But it looks like it might just be pictures.
3: Oh no. It's uh.
2: Oh wait! Oh, wait
0: a minute. Oh, there it is. Man,
2: yeah.
3: Wow.
1: <laughs> I'm in and out with somebody, but the other fights are just like.
2: They are somebody going at it. This just... is the fight. You're in this fight.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm in and out of the picture there with Martin. I mean, this is. Too
2: much, you but... can barely tell what's going on yeah. in this video. <laughs>
0: I don't know if it's your team or not, Mike, but the goalie's just sitting there, leaning just, on yeah, that, that, that stick, that's, and he's that's like, like a, that's yeah. a, that's we're,
1: okay. "We're getting the shit kicked out of this." Oh really? Like, <laughs> nothing for sure. Oh and whoa! They're, they're swinging at each oh, other. Yeah,
2: oh yeah, man! Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great stuff. Holy, okay, j- yeah, we'll we'll finish that at some point. Yeah
1: yeah yeah. <laughs> I gotta I gotta right see. Watch right to the end, and then there's a girl coming out with.
2: No, well, I'll skip to the end then. All <laughs> oh, right there.
1: Yeah, I just saw it.
2: Yeah <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> nice bell bottoms. Yeah. Oh man, that's but that's like that is one wonder- look
3: that's a looker. That's, that's a winner. slap
2: shot. That's so Hollywood. That's so crazy. That yeah, lifestyle yeah. back then must have been now, aside from lived getting, it, you
1: know, you live
0: it. yeah so like, like, Now aside from getting beer dropped on you and getting stuff thrown at you great fun, honestly. Awesome. Like awesome like awesome like, awesome like I I just I can't imagine.
1: I can't imagine like it's like I'm going back to the story before that. Like in New Haven, I'm a rookie, okay? 20 year old. Like yeah. everything's fine, you know? I'm in shape. I can skate. Uh, like, Bill it's, it's kind of. the owner of the team, okay? Yeah. Italian family, mafia involved. Okay? <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm good. Who knows? I'm 20 year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other guys, you know? So. Thanks, bud. Yeah. We're in the playoffs, and it's getting wild, okay? Like all time bill charge brings us in before we leave to go to New Haven he says team you gotta know the dressing room okay i the dressing room is like it's in a hallway it's like not a, it's like just enough for seats like this you know with seats uh, bolted to the the back of the of the wall oh, okay right? yeah, it's yeah, just yeah like uh, paneling yeah okay? okay and that's leading to the 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 lobby, okay, okay, and the rest like the canteen and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So we go in the first time. We go in and uh, they said rookies, like, sit there. Okay, fine. Grab a seat. These guys are on the inside, okay. And all of a sudden, noise starts coming. Like we can hear the people coming in. And all of a sudden. The walls start freaking shaking because the fans are banging are on the me? panel. They know the seats <laughs> there, We're trying to freaking dress. We're like this. Well, Bill Char says, "Listen, when you come out, because you got to walk through the lobby to go to the ice." Okay. okay. So this is the lobby, Zuzu. But he says, every, 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 like maybe six to ten feet, you're gonna see a big guy in a suit with a tie, with his arms crossed. He's on our side. Okay. <laughs> So, what the
3: going on? <laughs> yeah. Sure enough, we walk
1: out. The fans are jumping over these guys, and they're trying to get at us. These guys are staying, and they look at them and they go oh, like this, like part of his mafia gang that are just yeah, making yeah. sure everything's under control. You know, like until we hit the, the ice, fuck? where things are not under control. You know? Like whole chickens <laughs> coming over your head. <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was that was the life. That, but that's. crazy as a
2: 20 year old to be going through that you were I'm assuming so it was you Mattel, and town Nick like uh, in terms no, of no 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 I wasn't married, you I, married I wasn't then you weren't even married then so in terms married. of support you just had yourself yeah. like, and your teammates obviously but yeah, yeah, yeah. like you're 20 years old and you're traveling around all these different places going to the yeah, states little, going little, to a place little. in Quebec like just this 20 year old kid yeah, yeah. but let's let's face it back then they made him differently right oh yeah, yeah. made who
0: differently the, made yeah, the kids, you guys yeah you yeah. guys
1: you guys were it was different all back part then. Of, yeah, it had like, like everything was like, it was, but nothing was hands off. I mean, like you just no, you just went through the whole system and accepted the way yeah. the culture of hockey back then. Was that well, the in essence, was? too, you guys
2: were also developing the culture as well. Like, because every generation sort of shapes its own, and you were at the beginning stages of something being different, yeah. and some sort of change a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And man, alive though, like the I can't imagine being at an arena having grown ass men. Yeah. People who you would assume to be like, well, jeez you could you could be friends with my father, and they're yeah. dumping beer on you, and they're threatening your life. I'm sure. I'm saying very colorful Blake. things to you. <laughs> Blake
1: Ball, Blake Ball, go back to Blake Ball. Blake Ball. Okay. He was an ex-cop in Toronto, a police, and he played a, played a few years okay. in the Eastern League. Okay. Big tough guy, Tough. So we go to again New Haven.
0: Okay. <laughs> this is New Haven, hey, I gotta hey, go Fucking New Haven, man <laughs> okay.
1: And uh, We're in the corner And He's in the corner And like Just before a face off It's pretty quiet You know like, You yeah. can always hear the same voice You know The voice in The same corner Blake New Haven
2: I'm looking at his Freaking penalty <laughs> minutes yeah, 362 yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do so, average of 300 over the span of 5 years <laughs> like it's ridiculous.
1: So he's in the corner and he's got this big fu manchu and no teeth. <laughs> look
2: at Look at him. I got one not exactly that but yeah yeah. <laughs>
1: After, after the game, we always stopped at our bar and get sandwiches and six back and put it in the, you know, back in the bus and have a few pints. And so Blake, <laughs> Blake is sitting there, okay, at the bar with a few of us, and the guy's right next to him, and he says, uh, "Mr. Ball," says Blake, he "says you played a hell of a game today. You know, I played really good. I really like the way you played." And he looks at him. It's the same guy that's yelling at him all the fucking time, okay? All the time, so. He said, "Can I buy you a beer?" Uh, he says, "I'm really thirsty." He says, "Can I have a pitcher?" He says, "Says yeah, yeah, I'll buy you a pitcher." So buys him a pitcher of beer. He empties the fucking pitcher right on his lap, and he takes the pitcher and he just like shoves it right in his like. You didn't hit him in the face. He just hit him like in the, shh. He fell over his stool, and everybody's like, "Okay, let's get out of here. Jump uh, on the bus. So we're, gone. <laughs> <laughs> we're gone." We're gone. We're gone. We're gone. We're gone. We're gone. The guy never said a boo after. Well, you know, no, I, I bet he not. did. He paid he for he it. Yeah. <laughs> <Holy laughs> his beer.
0: I don't he think did, I didn't oh, hear you he in the stands, you punk. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> Jeez. Man, that's balls of steel. That is insane. So, okay, there has to be a time then when your team got into a bar brawl. Uh, almost. That's it? Almost. I, I'm getting an almost out of this? Almost. Really? Oh. And, uh... <laughs>
1: In Oklahoma City, we okay, had th- we had this bar that we went to, and it was a fun bar, no problem. Uh, we hit it at the wrong time, okay. Okay. And we had this this guy uh, from Quebec. Uh, he uh, he was a lot of fun to be with. He was my roommate. Some, oh. Okay. Some of the trips, you know, the road trips. Yeah. So uh, he uh, there was a dance floor, well, not a dance floor, a stage, okay, yep. and then there's a band band comes off musics still playing you know and back then it was like Western and whatnot Pierre gets up and he started doing a strip on the on the no. on the stage Ugh. Yeah, we think it's funny there's yeah about 10 or 12 of us <laughs> there's another group a little further back I said uh, that's not funny so they go to the guy to the bart the, the manager he said get this guy off the or if something's going to happen, okay? Yeah, big fucking deal. We're, we're 12 or whatever. or are five or six. You know, nothing's going to happen. manager came. He says, you better leave now. These guys have got guns, oh, and they're serious, okay? So we grabbed, we got Frenchie. Okay, it's his nickname. We grabbed Frenchie. Get your clothes. Let's freaking get out of here. So we left. We never went back. Oh, the- man. Okay. So that's, that's as close as we ever got to that's not a well that's, that's, that's end close, of life yeah. that's not yeah. a raw. that's yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's a shootout yeah. with one team only having guns <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right that's uh yeah, yeah, that's pretty that's fucking <laughs> terrifying <laughs>
3: man
0: thanks to everyone out there for listening if you're interested in reaching out to us You can email us at guys a league, and some guests at gmail.com. You can find our latest episodes at anchor.fm slash Tugalag. Or you can follow us on Twitter where you can find all of our info. Our handle is at Tugalag. That's the number two, followed by G-A-L-A-G. Don't forget to like, follow, and share. Thanks for listening, and until next time.